Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sky History is proud to be sponsored by Ancestry, the global leader in family history. I'm Sam Pearson, director of Letters of Love in World War II, and in bringing the story of Cyril and Olga's war from the thousands of letters into a podcast series, I've been inspired to delve into my own family's experiences during the war. You can discover the untold personal stories of World War II and your own link to the war using Ancestry's fascinating genealogical records. Head to history.co.uk forward slash Ancestry to find out more and bring your backstory to life. It's massively important, I think, um, historically to find these letters. It's going to be one of the last eras where, where that's going to happen. Cyril and Olga were my grandparents, and my name is Mark Halloway. You know, the, the idea of not knowing where people are in the world or what they're doing instantly is, uh, is quite challenging. Uh, people go off around the world and you can just send a text message, you know, how are you getting on? And you pretty much get a reply straight away these days. So waiting weeks on end to speak to people, not knowing what is going on, is, um, it, it, would be, it would be incredibly tough just uh, and unheard of these days. It's, it's just so different from how it is now um, to, to send a letter and it just be lost in the, the postal service for months. The anxiety must be building up every week that you're not getting any information. And the letters were treasured when they were received. My name is Simon Halloway and Cyril and Olga were my grandparents. The last thing you'd want to do is send a letter with a lot of negativity in it because that would be the last thing that would be read for months on end and you wouldn't want that to have a a lasting impact. So I guess you would have to be very careful about what you were writing, even when your mind is just reeked with agony. You would need to be positive because that could be the last message you would send to them. Very often people say, oh, people didn't talk about their, their earlier lives and, and so on. But, but actually, we probably never asked them either. My name's Pete Moforth, and Cyril and Olga were my parents. And so much of 
what's come out from these letters has been for the first time an understanding of what what they what they got up to the way that they are both writing is that they're sort of keeping each other they're, they're in touch with the, their, their everyday life, even though it differs so much for them. But that means that they're sort of totally up to date um, when, they, when the war is over and they, they, they do start living uh, together again. My name is Linnea Moforth and Cyril and Olga were my grandparents. If you had gone through that experience without sharing that with your with your spouse, uh, that would have made, been very difficult, I imagine, to, to understand each other um, later in life. I mean, in the modern age, we just live in a tsunami of, of data and media. And in those days, for Cyril and Olga, it was the exact opposite. You got very little information and every bit was prized and every bit was precious and everything was countered and probably probably read m multiple times in a way that we've just got so much stuff today you know it's like music there were just a few bits of music that they really cared about um, today we're just surrounded by so much of the stuff they were lovingly uh, kept and stored in a box in the attic. Um, I kind of wish I was there to unearth them. It seems like a, a finding treasure, really. I think that those letters would have been wrapped up in 1946 and they were never opened until Sue opened them. That's what I think. I don't think either of them would have gone back and reread history because they, they, were, they were quite happy to move on. But obviously it, it represented such a huge part of their lives. I think mum would have just, shall I throw it away? Shall I put them on the fire? Oh, I'll just leave them in the wardrobe. I feel very lucky that this has been saved because from someone I never really uh, had a close connection to. It's made him into a real-life character that I can um, sympathise with and, and relate to. Um, and I don't think a lot of people have that connection with their grandparents. I haven't heard my friends really talk about any war stories that their grandparents have gone through because I probably think that they don't know much about it. I mean, my granddad was very quiet. In the letters, he seems, um, you know, incredibly gifted at, at putting his, his thoughts down on paper. But in the flesh, when I remember him, he was very quiet and he, he, he kept himself to himself. Um, and I guess that would be similar for a lot of people's grandparents. They didn't like to talk about the, the horrors that they faced and came back with. Every time now I see anything on World War II, instead of it being about someone else, um, it's, it's about you know, my family, really. I mean, just the incredible amount of luck um, to even be here right now. The bullets that he dodged, the shells, 
that missed him, you know, in a tank, which would have attracted a lot of firepower. And to have survived all of that, come back in one piece and had kids is the only reason that I'm here. So, yeah, it's, it's very poignant, really. If, if there is any, any documentation or sort of access to, to people alive that can tell stories or, or, or letters like, like we found, uh, um, it, it's amazing. It's a, it's a family treasure. It's very unusual for a family to have something as special as this. My name is Lara Moforth and Olga and Cyril were my grandparents. All these letters that show a period of time, um, when I talk to um, my friends and other, other people about this story, everyone just finds it c completely amazing um, that two people kept every single letter between them and we've actually managed to come across them and make make it into what it is today. Letters of Love in World War II was written and produced by Anna Priestland, edited by Joel Porter, and produced and directed by Sam Pearson. I didn't know my great-grandma Dorothy until Ancestry helped me discover her parents were musicians. She grew up by the sea, worked as a firefighter, and later became a singer herself. Now when I hear the name Dorothy, I hear the life that led to mine. Start a free trial with Ancestry and you'll be surprised by what you can discover in millions of historical records. Bring your backstory to life. Free trial renews automatically unless cancelled. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.